0: Costa Rica, Costa Rica, Costa Rica, Costa Rica, Costa Rica,
1: Costa Rica, Costa Rica, Costa Rica. Visited Costa Rica for the first time. My sister actually lived there a few, 10 years ago. Not lived there long term, but like for, she did, what do you call, study abroad there. So not really lived, but she was there for three or four months. And she spoke really highly of it. And I went down there a couple of months ago with a family. Look, my media family, like my parents and my siblings, which I never go on trips with them anymore. But I actually, (laughs) I love that time, man. Yeah, (laughs) but surprisingly, it was great, you know. And I loved, it Mm -hmm. I loved, and we went down to Puerto Viejo, and it was okay, really cool little town.
0: Oh, Um, you did the Caribbean side; it's very different. Pacific's way different than the Caribbean. Oh, really? Um, a lot of people love the Caribbean, though, in that feel. It's got its different vibe than the Pacific.
1: 100%. Yeah, so I've heard um, from my sister and from people down there that I've met that I should check out the Pacific side. But it's just sure. like I also, when I find something I like, I like to stick to it. Right. Because uh, I'm always afraid I'll get disappointed. So I went back down to the, the same town, Puerto Viejo, uh, last month with a friend. Um, and we had a blast, of course. Sure. Um, And it just got me thinking like, you know, I run the CPA firm from from, I used to have an office, but I moved to my house. I'm totally virtual now pretty much Mm -hmm. 95% virtual. Um, My employees, my team, whatever you want to call them, they're virtual too. So, I'm like, oh, what if I just moved down to Costa Rica? Um, And I've had it, it would have
0: significant tax advantages for you. That's for sure.
1: Yeah. And that's that was one thing I was trying to figure out. Like, I was looking it up yesterday. So, I get the idea and I just stop everything I'm doing and just go full force into it. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. all right. So, if I'm uh, there's a foreign earned income exclusion, uh, you're a U.S. citizen, right? Yeah, U.S.
0: citizen. Um, but we've been using that exclusion the entire 20 years. I've been been almost here 20 years. Really? Um, And that works like right now, along with other things, I I have a full-time job as a am a writer for uh, the U.S. government. U.S. government has a office of foreign disaster assistance. It's like FEMA Mm -hmm. outside of the U.S. And so I'm hired by a local contractor to work for them. Uh, So I get paid locally, right? And I pay taxes locally. Mm -hmm. But then my income from the States, because I earn less than a hundred grand, it's, or a hundred, whatever it is now, 110 grand. Yeah. yeah. Uh, You basically pay no tax on it. Okay. So there are some things you'd have to work out, like, because you would have to be an employee. You can't just be, right, the business owner and then taking a profit, right? That's a different scenario, right? You'd have to be an employee earning a salary, right? Uh, But there are ways around, you know. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of grays. And a lot of people work these systems. I mean, I know a bunch of people down here. I mean, they say, I saw a thing a couple of years ago in, in one of the papers here where I think the IRS said like it was some ridiculously known. It was like 1,100 people, 1,100 Americans filed their tax, their U.S. taxes in Costa Rica. And dude, there are like 50,000 to 100,000 people <laughs> living here. Yeah. So that means like one te- 1% of people filed U.S. taxes. You yeah. know, so there's a big, uh, you know, just kind of like a whole bunch of people who don't do anything, you mm-hmm. know? Um, but there are other ways around it where you're a tax guy you could figure out.
1: Yeah. And that was one thing I was trying to figure out too. Like I'm, you know, I'm totally okay with paying the government their due, whether it's Costa Rica or, or U S but I'm always interested in little loopholes. And I'm like, all right. So if, if I have a foreign income exclusion, Somehow, I know you said mm-hmm. something about self-employed it might be a little more difficult. But see, I changed to a corporation, pay myself W two wages, and that does something. Right. I don't know. Just figure out some way to do it where I have that exclusion, and then if see. I- that's
0: another thing. Like you could actually work virtually. And I mean, as far as I understand, right? You're the professional, mm-hmm. but I know people set these sort of things up, right? Where you're working virtually for your company back in the states, right? You're mm-hmm. a foreign employee of your company yeah right? yeah, and so that that's kind of that kind of scenario um can mm-hmm. totally work you know that and yeah
1: that's that's a good one too and, and then also working in Costa Rica from what I've read and you I'm sure you know more than I do about this even though I do taxes for a living just because I've never really dealt with um foreign taxes but uh, if you are a, if you have foreign source income, so if it's not, if you're in Costa Rica and your income is not derived from the economics of Costa Rica as a whole, the
0: infrastructure Correct. of Costa Rica, yep. mm-hmm. got it.
1: then you are apparently exempt from Costa Rican income tax.
0: Yeah, you're not going to pay income tax. Yeah, they're trying to change that. Uh, there's, there's a move to change that. Mm-hmm. But if you're in Costa Rica earning money uh, outside of Costa Rica, uh, you, you do not pay income tax on that.
1: Is that easy U.S. is
0: one of the few countries in the world where you they taxed tax their worldwide income on yeah. worldwide. And Costa Rica's not there yet. They're they're moving in that direction. They just put in a whole bunch of more taxes this year, um, which affected a whole lot of business. Every business really, because it it just it made it much more complex the tax mm-hmm. system. Uh, basically, they went to these electronic uh, tax receipts. Which so for any used to be you just had to have the physical paper, right? Um, what they went to was basically a VAT tax, like a 13% tax on everything. Mm-hmm. And then, but in order to claim a deduction, you had to have this electronic receipt. So I go buy a cup of coffee at Starbucks for a meeting. I have to, they have to basically physically type my email in to send me this electronic receipt. So it was a, you can imagine it was a huge problem because getting these systems working uh, for oh, small yeah. businesses was terrible. So, so it's gone to that system. Uh, but Costa Rica just, it, it their, their uh, IRS here called Hacienda is very disorganized and very, I mean, I know swaths of people. Like, I feel like an idiot a lot of times because we're like the most above board, like payers of fucking taxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like when I, we had a spa uh, when we used to have live in Manuel Antonio at the beach and and like, I felt like we were the only people on earth paying taxes. Everybody else <laughs> was just like under the table. You know what I mean? Um yeah. It's changed quite a bit, but still, uh, it's still very much that way. Yeah, um, that makes sense. So, but there are different ways, you know, people run businesses. I mean, I know, uh, you know, people will have the Costa Rican Corporation set up, run the business that way, but then they're collecting money in a foreign country and they're working here, you know, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I know a guy who has a European citizenship, runs his company in Europe, basically, right? Mm-hmm. So imagine... He's a CPA, does all the work for his CPA people through his corpora- corporation in Costa Rica and collects the money in US through like PayPal. Yeah. there's a there's the I don't think uh, that dude pays any tax. No, no, no. Right? There's,
1: there, there, if you're doing that much, yeah, you got some system in place. And there's yeah, some I, guy, Harry Schultz, he's like an old econo- I can never say the word economist. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got some theory. It was a three flag theory, now it's a five flag theory where He's like, all right, have your money in one country. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Live in another, you know, that's a tax haven. Yeah. Do your business in another that has really low income tax rates and do all your recreation in another. I'm like, Jesus, dude, that's... that's It's fucking
0: complex, dude. (laughs) It is complex. And, And honestly, probably not worth for small guys like you or I. Yeah, not yeah. worth the hassle yeah
1: he's probably talking about multimillionaires millionaires and, and things like that yeah. which... i mean
0: usually you know there were a lot of people pushing like panama and stuff years ago here um and i know a lot of people who did that but the hassle factor of the paperwork and all this sort of stuff it's like nah there, there's enough in place where you know you can definitely minimize your tax burden in the u.s i mean mm-hmm. you're only concerned realistically is the u.s and so <clears throat> you know minimize your tax burden there um, which may work. You know, if you live six months in a day outside of the U S you know, that can definitely work for you. Well,
1: yeah. If you live more than six months in Costa Rica, you're considered a resident, right?
0: No, it, you have to apply for residency and get residency. Oh really? Yeah. It's yeah. not like you just get it. Basically what you'd have to do is you can live down. They, they allow Americans to basically live here indefinitely on tourist visas. At this mm-hmm. point in time, you basically have to leave the country every 90 days for like five minutes and then you come back in and they stamp your passport. So but if you were living in the Caribbean down in go down Panama beyond, for five you minutes. literally drive 20 minutes to the Panamanian border, go over the border and come back. Yeah. Um, now they've, I've heard varying things. They've cracked down a little bit on it. They're not allowing this indefinitely, but the vast majority of people, I mean, I know people have been doing it for 20 years. You know, what, what I mean?
1: happens if you don't go every 90 days? Like what's, what's, the uh,
0: you know, Now they have a system in place where you basically pay a penalty. Um, But I haven't heard of it really being enforced. Um, You know, when we were, before we got our residency, dude, we would leave, we would overstay all the time and it
1: was no issue. And I remember Um, you saying on a podcast, and it's totally unrelated, but about the, um, doing some repairs and realizing that the penalty on not getting a permit was like nothing. So it's like, all right, is it even worth going 40 kilometers down South to
0: Panama or hundred percent? hundred percent. I mean, I just say from, look, if you've set up a life life here and mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe you've bought a property or you've moved your life here uh, it's better to just do it. Cause it's not that big a hassle. Yeah. yeah. Um, like it's it's better to do it uh, and stay legit. That way, just for me, my mind space of worry, uh, mm-hmm. I tell people it's not worth it, right?
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, for that little worry, for the one random time where you get the wrong cop who's like, yeah. wait a minute, you know, and it's like, ah, oh, fuck, what am I, you know, mm-hmm. you know, where you're just like the one in 10,000 who it actually happens to, uh, I'd say it's not worth it. Better just leave every 90 days, uh, get your, your visa fresh and, and do it that way. Yeah, um, One of the benefits of Costa Rica is flying in and out and going to other countries in Central American stuff super easy, uh very inexpensive usually. Uh flights to Miami and stuff often are 200 bucks oh, you know? really? um okay. so yeah.
1: Going down to Puerto Viejo and I, I I know you mentioned where you're from in the podcast and I can't remember or, where
0: you're living. Was it San I, I live in the city right now. You live in, the in city? a town called Ascazú, which is basically 10 minutes from downtown. Okay, so
1: yeah, when I fly into San Jose, mm-hmm. a freaking bus ride from San Jose to Puerto Viejo is it really sucks. So I'm trying yeah. to look into Limon, however you pronounce that. because that's No, so-
0: don't, don't go there. Mm-mm, forget don't, it. <laughs> don't fly there? Well, you can, eh, not really, man. Puerto right. Viejo, realistically, you fly to like um, Tortuguero, like if people were living, nobody lives in Tortuguero. But if you were visiting for like to see the turtles and stuff um no realistically uh trying to think of nature now I, I don't know anybody who flies to puerto viejo i don't even think they have uh, an airport in puerto well, viejo yeah limon
1: has an airport and that's what i was thinking like all right if i can fly to limon instead of san jose then yeah. the the um the drive to puerto viejo is 40 minutes instead of six hours
0: For- <laughs> you know and it's like the- yeah it's a bear honestly it's one of the the main uh drawbacks of that location like for example i when people come and you know everybody wants a different thing right some people want Mm -hmm. to be super remote some people want more action some people want a lot of action right Mm -hmm. and so people who want a lot of action i say okay tamarindo or Jaco, right if you want to like lively nights you know Mm -hmm. party and stuff tamarindo or hako you want a mix of restaurants yet really awesome nature uh i go to like manuel antonio that's a place i recommend cause we lived there forever. And I think it's the best spot in the country. You wanna go super remote, you can go like Osa Peninsula, where you can like live off the grid, right? Mm-hmm. The Caribbean is really its own deal. It's so different than the Pacific. Uh, it really is like almost like being, I lived in the Caribbean for like a decade. So I know it's really like living in the Caribbean, um, which you probably connected with. I have a good friend who's, it's like her favorite spot, Yeah, yeah. but for, you know, it's real, like, don't think you're ever going to make a living there. It's super hard to make a living, uh, almost impossible there. Um, and it has that, that problem of getting out to it as a freaking bear. Like, mm-hmm. you, can, you can get in San Jose. Like, if you landed in San Jose, you know, this morning, you could walk uh, to the, the Santa Airport. It's, you know, 100 meters from the main terminal and get on a puddle jumper and be in Manuel Antonio in 20 minutes. Oh, really? Right that's the type of thing that convenience and then the convenience of actually living in Manuel Antonio where you can actually have like decent, really good internet and stuff like that. You know, you got to weigh that sort of stuff. So yeah, that makes sense. So you're so. Specific. I would say before you moved here, I'd say, look, explore a little bit more before you just jump to the Caribbean. Yeah. You know, try out like Manuel Antonio. Uh, Cause I think, you know, it's different. A week or two weeks of vacation, of course, is way different than living somewhere. Yeah. Or eight months, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and what I've learned for myself is, you know, my 20s, I did want to be remote. I wanted to be in the middle of nowhere. I want to eat coconuts and surf, right? And do nothing, right? Now that I'm a little bit older, I'm like, or a lot older, I'm like, shit, I want to fucking be able to go get a coffee that I like. I want to go to an awesome restaurant. You know, I want to be able to meet a bunch of people. Because the things with those small towns is, if you don't fit in or find you know friends you're you're screwed because the the number of people is so small you know yeah. what I mean um
1: that and that makes sense like I love, like when I was in Puerto Ajo that's exactly it. I would surf every morning yeah. I would grab coffee after that ride, the, spears, awesome. ride the bicycle go to the uh, Jamaican you know bar at night and yep. do whatever there just enjoy myself there with all those Afro-Caribbean people and
0: like no that. that's awesome and i gotta say like the caribbean that that like bike culture and stuff that's there that's really unique in costa rica it almost doesn't exist in other spots because like most of the pacific is super mountainy and stuff and you just can't even do it it'd be impossible yeah. right um so that's a really unique thing about the caribbean um so the pacific you know, i'm not discouraging you from the Caribbean. i'm not saying don't, don't do that I'm just, but,
1: but if you don't mind would you say like and i know you've already said it but like all right, so I'm painting that picture of Caribbean, which you paint too, because you you know it. Mm-hmm. The Pacific side is more, I guess, is
0: it more commercialized?
1: Is that kind of it's what you're it's saying? more
0: definitely more developed um, because of its ease of access from San Jose, uh, because the money was generally there, so the people in power here in Costa Rica owned a lot more stuff uh, in the Pacific, so it it just developed for that reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, it's um, Well, there's just more, right? The Caribbean is, uh, there's really only the Puerto Viejo area. The -hmm. other area, like Limon or Tortuguero, which is north of Limon, you know, it's just not, it's not the same caliber as what you get in the Pacific. Uh, There's more choices in the Pacific, many, many more beaches. The thing is, like, if you surf, dude, the Caribbean is shit compared to the Pacific. The Pacific has awesome, awesome spots, awesome waves, like, dude, Mm -hmm. Never. I I literally, I, we sold a business in my early thirties. I I surf twice a day, like every day for like three years. Like it's fantastic there. So many spots, uh, uncrowded waves, perfect water. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pacific's awesome, dude. Yeah. For me, you know, but I I get the vibe, the vibe in the Caribbean, you know, if you're vibing on that, there's no, you know, that's just, that's unique. I love that
1: vibe. And I'll tell you what, I mean, I used to back in high school, um, you know, I used to dabble in smoking pot, you know, all that mm-hmm. stuff, and like there, I just like entered this time warp, like, oh, <laughs> dude, this is this is great, you know. And I I can't do that a lot because, like, you know, I know I'm on vacation, I gotta, I can't get completely back into that zone. But just sure. to have that capability of just like relaxing and walking somewhere and doing your thing and riding a bike, riding a scooter, yep, going to the um going on a jungle tour, then going to the beach. I don't know, there's just something about it. I just, no,
0: it's awesome, dude, I get it 100%, man. 100%. But I also
1: see what you're saying, like it's a small town and if you don't have the right, like if you don't make friends that are staying there, it could be difficult, I'm sure. Because a lot of people like that we met, that we hung out with were there for a week and then they That's left, right. you
0: know. Super transient And and when we lived, that was a big thing, it was, you know, somewhat heartbreaking. Like when yeah. we lived in Manuel Antonio, you know, you make people who become great friends and then it's like, oh, career change, they're back to the States. Yeah. You know, I had like three best friends that happened with, right? Yeah, That's rough, tough. man. It's, it's tough. Rough. Totally rough. Um, you know, yeah, it is what it is. I, you know, I totally get the lifestyle. Um, be aware. I mean, I've just, you know, I've seen it enough to see it when it's coming, which is people, especially in the, well, where we lived in the Pacific, uh, it's usually an older group of people they're coming down because they're retired and they they've always had the idea of like the jimmy buffett lifestyle Mm -hmm. margaritaville man this is my chance right like finally (laughs) worked 40 years for the man i'm fucking out and it's margarita time right Mm -hmm. and like after six months you know raging alcoholic uh you know just don't even know what they are do with their life yeah and especially men i mean you're going to be working but you know when you take away a job and a career and something to do every day, and you replace that with go to the bar, mm-hmm. uh, it turns into, it's a not a disaster. No,
1: it's, and that's something like I've, I've real like I've, I'm 35. So I haven't lived that long, but I've lived long enough to realize my vices and how they could completely fuck me over. You know sure, what I mean? So totally. like, I, I understand, like, I can't do that. I have to replace, I'm still gonna be working a lot, but I, the time that I do have or that I do make, I want to replace it with something positive. Sure. Um, you know, I might dabble in this or that or whatever from time to time, but for the most part, you know, maybe I'll get more into yoga, more into surfing, definitely more into
0: surfing, more into cooking, things like that. So, I mean, look, there are a lot of people in this uh, world who are looking for that, right? There's a, what's happening in the States with, you know, our work culture. Um, Go, go, go. There's a whole bunch, there's a whole swat. It's not just you, man. There's like, yeah. there's people every single day looking for a lifestyle. I mean, it's lifestyle change, right? Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, you have a unique opportunity. Most people don't have their own business or can't work virtually, right? So you're mm-hmm. lucky. Um, my best advice to you, you know, if you were my brother, I'd say, look, man, keep your house up there, rent it, right? Because you might have to go back. Rent a house out, you know, come down here plan you know i mean i i am personally i'm a burn your boats guy but i understand when you have ties and businesses and all this sort of stuff it's tough but you know say look i'm going for six months i'm not coming back for six months period I'm yeah because you will meet challenges over that first six months period where if you're just like oh if i don't like it i'll just come back you'll be fucking gone in two months mm-hmm. right you have to like be like no i'm gonna fucking i'm gonna get this year whatever 20, 2020 I'm going to get my six months and a day in so I can get my income tax exemption or whatever. And I'm going to go and I'm going to do it. Right. right. And, you know, go hardcore and do it and see where you're at, you know? Yeah.
1: Um, I that, mean, like, yeah, I can- that makes sense. And I was definitely planning on keeping this house and my plan was not that I'm some super rich dude, but I, I was going to try to find a house down there as well. But then I listened to your, podcast about fucking about people getting their houses completely swiped under them and that freaks me out you know so i don't know if i i, I want to be more comfortable before i start buying big purchases down there i think
0: i don't think there's any reason to rush into anything
1: yeah. um
0: that's certainly not when you are um unsure right mm-hmm. and look there's i mean i tell people all this dude i rent. i have a you know four-bedroom house in esca uh that cost me $1,000 a month. Like, there's a fantastic rental market. Like, why would I ever buy it? The house is for sale for $375,000. Why on earth would I ever buy this house, right? I'll rent this for a 1,000 years, right? Uh, You know, there's, in certain areas, I'm not sure about the Caribbean, but, and sometimes the beaches can get a little bit expensive, but there's a lot of opportunity to rent and, you know, you don't, you don't have, you certainly don't have to jump in to purchase something. Um, you know, and if you do purchase, you know, there's lots of opportunities to get good deals, especially in the dude, the Caribbean. You can get stuff cheap too, man. Yeah, yeah. You still, You can still get stuff for like $60,000, $70,000, you know, little casita type stuff
1: out there. Yeah, we met some um, Colombians and a Mexican, some women down there that rented a car um, and I was thinking about that too, like renting a car, going to the Caribbean for a month and going to the Pacific for a month and just mm-hmm. kind of, cause we I've never rented a car down there. Is that pretty easy to do? Do you think? hundred
0: percent. I totally recommend it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Renting a car, cars can be a little expensive and heads up when you rent, they'll often be like, Oh, it's only $9 a day. And then the freaking insurance is $85 a day. Oh, yeah. Like seriously, <laughs> like you have to work that out yeah. ahead of time. Um, so head on a swivel with that um but yes absolutely i mean dude that's one of the beautiful things about costa rica you can literally get to any part of the country in four hours like yeah. literally any part
1: um and then bringing and so- like i have my like right now in front of me are three monitors this one of course and then two others and that just mm-hmm. makes me that makes my work go a lot
0: smoother I mean it's
1: pretty easy to transfer stuff like stuff like that back and forth do you think like what I tell
0: people who are bringing stuff, I'm like, don't first, don't bring a lot of stuff. Don't do like a container full of stuff. Bring it down. The reason why is importing stuff is a, f- a fucking nightmare. It's a yeah. total nightmare, like beyond what you've ever imagined, right? It's the worst thing you could do. Um, better just sell or dump whatever you don't need. Mm-hmm. Bring whatever you can carry on the plane with you. So your your computer, uh, monitor or two, uh, bring it that way. Um, it's the best way to bring stuff into Costa Rica is just on the plane with you. Uh, Jeez, as long man. as it's not like packed up and new, if it's pa- yeah. like I'm sitting in front of an iMac. Right. And I made the mistake cause I didn't want to break the screen. I left it in the box, right. The original box. Um, and they cut, they stopped me at the airport, but that's the only time in 20 years, probably 80 trips and we bring like giant, you know, huge plastic bins full of yeah. stuff. You know, so, um, you know, if it's all used stuff and you're bringing it down, like just bring it, dude. Yeah. Uh, they, they do. Honestly, the electronics and stuff have gotten much, much less expensive. Thanks to like Walmart coming in, you know, so you can get monitors for okay. 150 <laughs> bucks. It's not, it's not like they're a thousand dollars. I mean, you can get stuff here now, dude, in the city. Yeah. Um, you know, but definitely your computer, the high end electronics, phones, all that bring all that stuff with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but the rest of the stuff, dude, everything's here. I mean, it's it's more than you're going to pay in the States for stuff. But, uh, you know. Yeah don't, yeah. don't worry that you don't have everything you
1: need, you know. Okay. And then Wi-Fi, like in Puerto Rico. Now, wifi. this
0: this is very uh, – it is very – it's driven by neighborhoods, uh, mm-hmm. is, is the way I t- explain it to people. Um, for example, Manuel Antonio has – um like that's where we lived on the beach right Mm -hmm. they put in fiber optic cable there but and it's really good but only certain areas have fiber optic cable do you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so if you live if you get an apartment on the wrong road you're fucked right um so it's really really dependent on where you are and it's it's down to like the neighborhood level um that's the best way i can explain it like if you were to come on like an exploratory trip or whatever you know and you're looking at houses walk it be like this is the house okay and run a speed test on your phone like go yeah, and connect yeah. to the wi-fi run. Speed damn test. i should have done that while i was in
1: Puerto i wonder if yeah. they have
0: no they have they definitely have wi-fi Every, everywhere's got internet everywhere yeah uh, unless very... you're living in some super remote everywhere's got internet now
1: the airbnb we just... stayed at yeah i was going in and out the whole time so i wonder if there's different yeah. parts of Puerto it, it's
0: degrees and most like renters or, or homeowners or whatever So wherever you were staying, if you were at Airbnbs or whatever, they're going to offer the, they're going to pay for everybody's cheap. So they're going to pay the cheapest. They're going to get like two in one, Mm. two down, one up, you know, service, super cheap. Right. I pay here in San Jose. I have a, um, a hundred down 10 up line. Um, Mm. and that costs me like 71,000 colones a month. So like 130 bucks. Right. So, but I use, dude, I stream, I'm podcast, like I need it, right? Um, before I would have never paid that. Um, but I know they do have ones, you know, certainly in San Jose, there's a lot, but there's a lot of options around the country now. They opened up, used to be just the government owned monopoly uh, and it's, everything sucked, uh, but it's opened up. So there's competition. So there's the cable company, there's this company called Tigo, which is also, you know, there, there are other mm-hmm. services, but really, it's a it's a it's a neighborhood driven. You really got to ask your neighbors what everybody's got, and yeah. then most likely whatever they have, you can actually pay for a higher speed, um, you know, because because mm-hmm. you, you need it. And what I do is I have backup, like backup internet through like my phone. So I mean, I couldn't stream or anything, but we can still work, you know, yeah. do emails yeah. and stuff through the phone. Create the hotspot. Um, And that's actually, the phone and stuff is pretty, it's still very reasonable here in Costa Rica. That makes sense. Like the cell phone service, we pay basically unlimited and it's like, I don't know, 25, 30 bucks a month for unlimited phone and Wi-Fi or phone and internet.
1: Yeah, that's not bad at all.
0: No, it's pretty inexpensive. The dedicated internet tends to be a little pricey but not when you compare it to us. I mean, I know my brother pays whatever for Comcast. He's paying a hundred bucks a month or whatever. So I think it's pretty similar to what you'll see this, the speeds and stuff. You'll, you'll probably be a little disappointed um, in that you're going to have to pay more to get something you're comfortable with. Yeah. But in most areas, it's available. Most areas it's available.
1: Okay. And then on um, another kind of related, well related to everything, the um another episode of your podcast, you mentioned the you know having a debit card with a bank here or mm-hmm. where you are um it's not always a good idea because someone could freaking take it and take all your money. Um, I mean, would you just be able? Could you live down there with just an American bank or do you? Need- what
0: I, that's one hundred percent what I would recommend. I would recommend Capital One. Mm-hmm. Uh, Capital One has their I don't know what it's called. What's it called? Uh, Just type in Google, type in Capital One, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, no transaction fees, right? So it's a Capital One account. I got one myself, signed up online, super easy. It's a Capital One account that their card has no international transaction fees. And then you do all your banking as normal through the States, so you're getting paid through the States and everything. And then just use that card, man. Have them send you an extra one that you keep in, you know, somewhere in case you lose yours. And then... um, just use that, dude. Credit cards are accepted basically universal. You can literally pay for everything with credit cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, literally people buy a can of soda with their credit debit card yeah. here. It's super common. So what I was talking about was debit cards in Costa Rica. Uh, so if you have a bank here and you get their debit card, you're at risk of losing money if it gets stolen and stuff. In the States, you're fucking good. Like, whatever. You're so not, I
1: have, yeah, I have not. a... Trust bank and I can, you know, I can go to the bank down there and get some clonies out for putting my debit card in there. If my debit card happens to get stolen, it's SunTrust. So I get, I'm insured. I'm, I imagine right. there's nothing to.
0: Yeah, they're all, that's the thing. The states, they're all insured, right? Yeah. And so that's a completely different scenario. But you do have to be careful with um, that foreign transaction fee is massive. It's not right. like a little small percentage. I'm just telling you, like I have a Bank of America account. And I, whenever I use that card, it's like, oh, I went and bought $40 in groceries and it was $4 in fees. Like it's mm-hmm. huge. So okay. make sure you get like that Capital One. Uh, I think, what's the other one? I think Capital, well, everybody recommends the Capital One. I think mm-hmm. Schwab, Charles Schwab also has like a zero fee international card. Um, but just so like you're, you might do all your banking with whatever bank that was, but and then just have your Capital One account that you transfer money into, right? Mm-hmm. And then, because then you can just use that card. You can actually go to the ATM. You can get Colonies out on that card and they still don't hit you with fees. Oh, um, yeah, okay, cool. You know, that's just the way to do it. Because trust me, you don't want to be going into the bank to get fucking money, dude. There's yeah. nothing worse than waiting in line for an hour and a half to get fucking cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's that makes a no-go, sense. dude. No-go. And honestly, I've, I've almost moved completely to cards. I hardly carry any cash with me. I've just gone to the full pay for everything with cards. Mm-hmm. Um, and I almost never, the only thing I need cash for is when like, like I get yogurt delivered to the house. <laughs> I pay the dude with cash. Like literally that's it. Um, you know, you know, that's, that's basically it, you know? So yeah. capital one, that's definitely my recommendation for that. Okay, cool. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Well, that's all great stuff. I guess my, the last thing I can think of to ask you is like, I'm kind of focusing my questions about myself because i want to move down there but i also want to kind of give other people the opportunity and 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 i know you do it in a certain way too like to kind of decrease people's fears about going down there but i want to do it more on a tax level um because that's what i do and i want to get more familiar with that the tax code and the legalities behind it right um do you see there being a market for that like a lot of people that come down there and need help with that sort of stuff? Or is it more so just people go down there and they say, screw it, let's just figure it
0: out as we go. I think most people like screw it, let's figure it out. That's, that's the way I think most people are. Um, peop- I mean, you know, th- the way I would approach it, I understand what you're saying. Um, like if you were trying to create a, a little, you know, aspect to your business, to your existing mm-hmm. business, and you were trying to create a little bit of traction, um, I think there's an opportunity there for you. Uh, what I would recommend because what I see happen is I would recommend to you, if you were interested in really doing that, you wouldn't have to necessarily, you don't even of course have to be in Costa Rica. You can do this from the States, mm-hmm. but you join the Costa Rica, Facebook groups, right? So there are like eight or 10 Costa Rica, book, Facebook groups. And once every couple of days you log into Facebook and you search those groups, you just search, you know, the top bar, search tax or, you know, whatever the keywords might be. And then when people ask questions and I'm telling you, there's 10 questions a week about taxes and mm. houses, and this and that, you go in there and you just provide advice Yeah, yeah. straight up. No contact me for more info. No. Oh, definitely. Yeah. This is what I recommend. This is what I being, you know, I've done these before or whatever. This is what I would recommend doing and just do that. And then on your Facebook page, clean it up, meaning focus your, whatever, CPA, Nashville, Tennessee, international tax advisor whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. So that people, when they click your face, they go to you and they see, oh dude, he does taxes yeah. for people moving internationally. Right? That's
1: a great, that's a great advice. And I, when I first started almost 10 years ago, I would, I was all about, all right, I need to sell this. I need to sell that. And I realized just like, helping people out, the money will
0: come. It's never, I don't think anybody's buying sold shit anymore, Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't even think it happens, dude. Uh, I I literally, when was the last time you bought something off an ad? Like, it's literally doesn't even happen anymore, Mm -hmm. right? The idea of influencers, influencers are, how am I going to find out about stuff? That's really all it's about. Mm -hmm. And I tell you, I've grown the entire podcast off of Facebook, book groups, 100%. 100%. 100%. So I don't know how you, how you happen to find it. Um, but all the growth was through me literally on Facebook groups, answer, 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 answer. And then after like a month of answering answer, answer, here's a link for more answer, answer. Yeah. Here's my link to just talk about it more. Um, and that was it. That's all I, that's all I would do. Yeah, that's and, awesome. and, and literally that was, People would just click, my. I don't know, they click my face. They see my first link was, you know, listen to more of Costa Rica experience podcast and and that was it, you know, mm-hmm. um, value, value, value. That's what it is.
1: And it took me a couple of years to figure that out, you know, yeah. and then you realize, all right, if, if you provide value people will come. If you try to sell shit, then
0: people will look at you like every other salesperson out there. Like, oh, this never, it never works. The only thing is you got, you got to make sure. And this, I struggle with it to everybody kind of does, but you got to make the funnel for them easy to see. Mm-hmm. Right? So when they land, whatever page it is they're landing on. So if they go to your Facebook page where it's you and your face, it's very clear what their next step is. And when they click that step to your website or whatever, it doesn't take them to the general website, CPA. No, it takes it's them to, to yeah. international, I do your taxes, selling your house, how to get the, you know, whatever, how to get the I mean, full people, benefit, yeah, how to get your information
1: you know. overload. So if they go to your website and they have to look for something, they're going to say, fuck it, you know, let's go to the next, let's go to ESPN.com now and look at sports. Like, exactly.
0: Yeah. People got to be, I mean, I actually like, like what we're doing, this idea of, uh, you know, set up a meeting, 10 minute meeting, whatever. Um, cause again, it's creating relationships. I mean, you're in the relationship business, you're a CPA, dude. This is yeah, yeah. 100% relationships. Right. Um, so yeah, I think that's an opportunity. Most people just aren't willing to do the work, man. <laughs> like they're just not like, I can't tell you how many people are, I've talked to one dude's like, I'm start. I'm going to start a real estate company. I'm going to, I was like, dude, there's so much opportunity uh-huh. for real estate agents here who want to hustle. Mm-hmm. It's unlimited, dude. Because nobody's on Facebook. Nobody's putting in the fucking work of just helping people. Nobody, zero. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, but, you know, because it's, dude, I would work, I, I was an hour, you know, I'm at least an hour a day for a year. I was on Facebook group, minimum an hour a day and sometimes more, right? Just answer, because I have a million answers, right? I've been here for 20 years. So every fucking thing I know about the DMV, I know about the cars, I know literally, you know, every aspect of life I've done. So I could literally answer every question with my opinion, right? I'd start filtering, you know, but still, uh, you're in that super, you can just, by searching, dude, you could find it in, you could literally spend 10 minutes a day. Mm -hmm. And it wouldn't take long. You join the five or whatever Costa Rica groups. Uh, but the thing is, what you realize is, like you, if you actually got into that space, it's it's not just Costa Rica, right? You could literally do everywhere in the world. Yeah, right. Yeah, and yeah. that's then that's a whole but that's a whole other side business. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's all about effort, dude. Right? It's all about effort and what you want to do. It's all about yeah. that, you know. Um, but there's yeah, there's so much opportunity. But it's you gotta you gotta put in the fucking work, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know. Definitely. But I think, you know, for here, because you have to, you feel it out. I mean, I, I honestly, I've talked to one other dude who's kind of doing that and I don't know how it, I landed on, you know, how you find anything these days. You just random. Mm-hmm. I know this, um, almost nobody's doing it. Almost nobody puts in the work, yeah. uh, like what I do and I make now I'm full on social media. I do it. If you do two to three posts a day, uh, through social and Facebook or whatever, you are better than 99.9% of people. It yeah. does not take much, uh, at all. And, uh, so it's, it's easy to beat, beat out the competition. Cause there's no competition. People aren't willing to do the work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's always my pitch to people. You know, most people are like, I don't want to do it. I just want money to come in <laughs> but i've never found that to work man i always it, for me it's always grinding you gotta- yeah that's
1: the only way i figured it out i used to always have these get rich quick scheme ideas that were like what the fuck am i even thinking this is, this is ridiculous it's not gonna work and finally <laughs> i came to the realization that yeah there's there's no that that that's just not possible And at the same time, even if it did happen, like what the hell would I do with the rest of my time? I enjoy working. So, you know, grinding it out, it makes me feel good. And then when I go out and surf or whatever I do, it makes me feel even better because I have that kind of disconnect. And and there's that push and pull, you know, with everything. And it's a good feeling. So trying to do that and, and the... Best way for me to disconnect, at least so far, has been down in Costa Rica. And I know that's like you said, it's just a vacation, and that's a little bit no,
0: different. no, no. But dude, look, man, you're not alone. Look, hey, there's a reason I'm in the fucking, cra- I'm in Costa Rica, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is not, this is human, right? So you're not experiencing anything that is unusual or wrong, dude. This, you can absolutely change your life, dude. A hundred percent, there's zero doubt you could change your life, and uh. You know, I encourage you to do it, dude. If you got the itch, do it, man. Yeah. You know, you're, you're blessed to be in, to have the opportunity, right? You have the career that can do it. You said you're already basically virtual. It's fucking magical, dude. It's a magical time. Dude, that I'm talking to you and I can give you advice on Costa Rica. It's fucking magic. I know. It's, it's literally magic, dude. I moved to the Caribbean. I didn't know shit. I was literally in the Chicago public library looking through fucking travel guides about the Caribbean. Like, I didn't even know if I could work down there. Is it legal? Am I going to get arrested? Like didn't even <laughs> do nothing. Basically called up fucking the Marriott hotel and was like, I'm American. Can I work down there? You know, that type of shit. Cause I, you didn't, there was no information right now. You could fucking book your Airbnb before you even get on the plane. Right. You know where you're going to stay. You're going to have internet. You're going to be able to work the next fucking day, right? How mad? It's fucking awesome, dude. Uh, you know, I encourage you, dude. You just do it. Just fucking move. Pick up the bags. Get somebody to rent your place and go. I mean, do it. And figure it out as you go. And make it fucking no backsies, right? For a period of time. Because it's going to be hard. I mean, there's no way around the hard, you know. Yeah, I mean, even if you move to Chicago, it'd be hard, right? change is always hard right
1: yeah and i don't know uh for me moving or moving back coming back after being on vacation the first thing i went to was a cheeseburger <laughs> yeah so that's like what i'm afraid of i love stuff i love i gotta you know i love certain i love food down there uh-huh i loved it i fell in love with a lot of the food i ate sure then I'll, I'm still going to miss these certain things that aren't... No,
0: there. no, no, dude. Trust me. San Jose has literally every fucking food you could ever imagine. It's oh, yeah. it's foodie town up here, man. <laughs> it's it, it seriously is, dude. I should show you my freaking Uber Eats receipts, man. Dude, <laughs> it's literally... It's never... end. I mean, we're so spoiled, dude. My kid who's 13 is like, ah, sushi again? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, if those were... First of all i didn't even know the word fucking sushi yeah. when i was 13 yeah, years exactly. old Exactly. dude but indian thai sushi literally everything mm-hmm. literally everything is here man you can't know the burgers that we've got great burgers there's a smash burger which i love uh smash burger here there's tons of good stuff man yeah you won't you won't miss it you will yeah, yeah. you will if you get the the hankering uh in the caribbean you can come to the city and get everything you need most people who live in the beaches you know you come to the city once every few months to kind of do a shop you know um because we have like the big box stores here you can go to walmart you can go to like what they call it's called price mart it's like a costco um
1: yeah okay cool so it's definitely worth renting a car yeah oh
0: yeah 100 percent. i mean if you were going to do it for six months i'd be like just buy a car yeah But be be prepared. Cars are freaking expensive here, man. Mm-hmm. They're expensive. Like our, uh, whatever, 2003 Honda CRV, um, you know, 2003 is like seven grand. Really? Uh, um, yeah. One that's like, you know, 2,000 bucks in, the, in Florida or, or less, right? Um, so cars are expensive. They're expensive to run. Uh, gas is expensive. Um, it's just one of those things. There's just no way around it. But I do say to people, look, there are two things, looking back on it, if I had to do it again, what would be the two things I would do different the first six months living here? Number one, I would buy a car immediately, like second day here. And number two, I'd buy a washer and dryer immediately. Um, Those two things uh, make your life infinitely better. Um, You don't want to be like, we had a washing machine for six months, but no dryer Trying to dry stuff in the rainforest. <laughs> it doesn't happen. It doesn't work, man. That dog don't hunt. Yeah. It, dude, you, I mean, it was like, didn't didn't work. And the car, we went for a few months without a car, trying to do taxis and stuff. Man, it was mm-hmm. a mistake. Total mistake. You know? But when you're buying a car, buy something that everybody else has. So you'll see them just buy one that you see a lot of so yeah yeah Honda Honda CRVs the Toyotas are the most popular Toyota like a RAV4 or something it's great yeah, I, I do recommend like Toyotas and Mitsubishis and, yep. uh, Mitsubishis tend to be expensive yeah. um you know if, if I was going to recommend hey which one should I buy which like suv i'd say the rav4 is the one to go with yeah um but you see plenty of pathfinders and stuff it just tends to be a bigger car than you need and with gas being so expensive um you know you're just gonna pay a lot in gas yeah, yeah. um so like the rav4 is is the preferred you know model um yeah
1: well that's awesome info actually i have one more question quick question on the, on the pacific side do you see monkeys and sloths over there too or is that 100 most- man uh, oh yeah dude that's cool it's all they're fucking they're everywhere dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's the awesome. fucking rats <laughs> we, would, we stayed in the hostel a few nights we just wake up and uh, um, kind of look out the uh, out the window and just see all these damn monkeys flying like going from tree branch to tree absolutely bank. dude. this shit yeah. is awesome and then you see the ocean right behind it i'm like i want to stay here
0: yeah no you'd you'd love seriously like manuel antonio you definitely have to go to manuel antonio yeah. Because uh, you might be blown away and like, holy shit, why was I even thinking about the Caribbean? Yeah. I mean, it's litter. We still have a house down there and it's just monkeys every day. Um, you know, it's and, and a variety of restaurants, you know, and decent internet oh, is <laughs> and it convenience in San Jose, you know.
1: Is it close to the Pacific or is it on the Pacific?
0: It's on the Pacific. Yeah. Is there surfing there too? The best. It's great. I mean, I think it's great. Yeah.
1: What, how things. do you spell Manuel, Manuel, and so, Antonio, an, just an, like it sounds?
0: Yeah, it's M-A-N-U-E-L, uh, Antonio, i yeah, I'm going to check that out. Yeah, it's got the number one park, uh, national park uh, in Costa Rica. So that's why it's super popular. It has a really, really popular park. Nice big beach, you know, surfing. And you can, you know, there are other little spots. Like there's Haco, which is an hour away, which is like more of a built-up uh more like the caribbean in that it's flat people biking on the street um yeah. but it tends to be like at night it's a it's a drinking crowd younger drinking prostitute type of crowd that's Haco, um while manuel antonio isn't like that manuel antonio is kind of more high end yeah um yeah. so and then you can go south of manuel antonio there's like dominical and stuff with big waves and stuff you know but you gotta have a car right like you want to go to any of those spots even if you want to be in manuel antonio you have to have a car right Mm -hmm. you just you have to so just budget that in you know Mm -hmm. um just whatever sell your car up there and buy one down here you Mm know well awesome
1: man that's fucking so much
0: so much info that i appreciate that helps out tremendously my pleasure man if you have any other questions just hit me up